Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Kinsey from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram, it's just at Kinsey Elizabeth. I release new episodes every Thursday, so hope to see you there. Hi, I'm Maddie Orlando, and this is my sister, Lauren. Hi. We have an eight-year age gap. So we don't always agree on everything, but at least we have different perspectives. On this podcast, we discuss basically anything you would talk about with your own sister. So, welcome to our fam. Hey guys, it's Maddie, and welcome or welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to intro this episode super quickly, just so we can get right into the episode. But this one is with one of my very best friends, Abby Joy. If you follow me on Instagram, you definitely have seen Abby on my feed. She's the one with a little cute poodle named Ralph. He is my favorite thing ever. But anyways, this episode is amazing. I really loved it because it's so similar to the conversations that we have when we're not recording. Obviously, we have a lot of those. And I am just excited for you guys to get a little insight into our friendship, the way that we think and talk, I guess. And we go everywhere in this episode. We cover university, which is where we met. We give some tips for people who are in high school right now thinking about where to go to university and maybe it can help you think about what's important to you when choosing a school and choosing a program. We also talk about post-grad life. So how our life has changed since we graduated from school. And we also just go into friendship and how to make and keep good friendships, which I think is super important. So anyways, without further ado, here is Abby Joy. So I'm here with Abby Joy. I feel like you're a very highly requested guest. I always see your name pop up and I'm like, who should we have on the podcast? I'm actually super surprised to hear that, but very happy to be here. (laughs) Everyone knows you, Abby. You're just always around. (laughs) I think it might be because I hang out with your family so much. That's true. Well, I'm so happy you're here. We're going to talk about everything today. And we want to talk about like how we became friends because it's kind of a funny story. Think about how we became friends and I don't actually really know. I know. Well, it was a weird night. We were out in London, Ontario, which is where we went to university. We both went to Western and (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's such a funny story. So I was dating this guy and he was 
basically like ignoring me. Like he left the bar that we were at. He literally was not looking or speaking to you. No, he just like, he left. He had no time for me. We had a mutual friend that you were with. And I went up to her and like was talking to her. And then Abby was there. And then she was like, okay, we're going to go find him. I was like, what? Your boyfriend left without telling you? That's so rude. We need to find him. So we we tracked him down. We went to another bar. That makes me sound so crazy. Well, (laughs) I loved it. I was like, I love this girl. Let's go. So we went to another bar and we found him. Remember the guy was like, you you guys can't come in. It's too late. And we're like, we're going in. We have to go. And we got in. We found him. And he was like, how'd you find me? (laughs) It was a lot of drama, but. Anyways, the best thing that came out of that relationship was our friendship, I think. Yeah, we definitely bonded after that. And then because we were in the same program and Maddie had a car and we lived beside each other, we would always drive to the classes. Yeah, we drove to school every day. Yeah. And then we just became friends. I don't know. And then I introduced you to Sid, who's our other friend that we always hang out with. So how did you choose Western? Like, what was your process like of applying to schools? And like figuring out what you want to do and then choosing Western. You know, it's funny because when I was in high school, I feel like the teachers always ingrained that you had to do math or science to be smart. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I applied to nursing schools at all universities. And then I randomly applied to this program at Western mm-hmm. and also professional communications at Ryerson. Right. So once I finished high school, I realized that I did not want to be a nurse. Like nothing about me suits nursing. So that nixed out a lot of my choices. Oh, after you had already applied. Yeah. And the deadline was like complete. And I think it was probably the start of social media. And I saw a lot of Western, a lot of like the community Mm -hmm. there and the university experience. Yeah. So that kind of drew me to London versus Toronto. Right. And then the program ultimately was pretty interesting to me. Yeah. That's why I went to. I just didn't want to do a general arts program Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I feel like it's really hard to figure out what you want at 17 or 18. So I just like that Western had that specific program. Did you like going to school in London? Because I feel like, I don't know, we both have like mixed feelings on it. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it was fun. I think at Western, you really get the university experience in comparison to other schools, similarly to Queens, I would say. But it was a little bit far from home. Yeah. Driving back and forth from London to Kingston was quite a trek. Mm -hmm. And London, the city in particular, I don't love. Yeah. we the school I liked. I agree. Yeah, you liked the school, I think, more than I did. But it's hard. Like, living in a university town is really fun. Mm -hmm. But also, like, there was nothing to do. So once we were getting tired of going out and stuff, it's like, what else do you do? Like, we'd get frozen yogurt and go to the movies. That was, like, a huge outing. Yeah. So that's definitely something to think about when you're choosing your school. I feel like if I did it again, I would probably go to like a city school. But also maybe that's because I'm 24 now and like I have different priorities maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What would you say to someone who like doesn't know what they want to do with their life and they feel like they have to figure it out? Does your job now reflect what you learned in school? In ways. So just a little bit of background. Right now I work in advertising. What I like about that is I've kind of meshed the business side and creativity side. But when you're deciding, I think something to keep in mind is find the one thing that you're interested in mm-hmm. or a couple things that you like to do outside of your school or work time and tone into that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always love to take pictures and I was always kind of creative in, this, in the art sense, like painting and that kind yeah. of thing. 
And I also love being with people. So I kind of tried to combine the business side and the creativity side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter as much what you do in university. I know so many of our friends change their major, like their program that they're in. Because like you really don't know what you want to do when you're 18. And there's a lot of pressure to figure it out. So I, I still f- don't know what I want to be when I'm older. <laughs> we were literally talking about this today. Like what's everyone's like one year plan and 10 year plan? Because I feel like it's always changing. I have no idea what I want to do when I'm older. It's just like <laughs> I, we, we feel like we're still 18. It's not like our parents where you have the same job for 25 years. Mm-hmm. You kind of have, have the opportunity to learn from a certain role and then switch over to something a bit different using the skills that you've learned from your previous yeah. job. So you don't really have to commit necessarily to one job specifically. Yeah, we were saying today, like, as soon as you outgrow a role on a personal level, and you've kind of like maxed out everything you can learn, then it's time to move on. But I feel like people do get comfortable and then they stay in those jobs because like they know what to do and they have their routine. For sure. But I think it's good that you're always like wanting to push yourself and go into a new position and maybe learn something new. Yeah. Like you don't know if you like something until you try it, I think. Yeah. And something I've really learned from life after university, like you learn so much from your school and your job, but you learn just as much, if not more from people and like the lessons that people Mm -hmm. teach you and even self-development and what you invest in your free time, basically. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Like university, people always ask me like if it was worthwhile. That's a tough question, eh? I know. And I feel like maybe not on like an academic level. Like obviously we did learn a lot and there was things that were so interesting. Like I love sociology and psychology and stuff. And even like our program was really interesting. I don't think it necessarily applies every single day to life, but it does teach you a way to think differently. And like, I don't know, like to be a critical thinker and look at the world differently. And we matured so much. Like if you think about how we acted and like first year versus now. In high school, we never get along with our parents or we think we're so <laughs> cool and know best. Yeah. And then it's it's like as soon as you go to university, come home for Thanksgiving, you're like, oh, wait, my parents are actually, they're actually nice. They actually mm-hmm. want to help me. And you just like have a different point of view of the world, I feel like. For sure. Yeah. And it's good. I think we both grew up in fairly small places, small towns, small cities. And to meet people that were different than you, I feel like is a really valuable lesson and it just teaches you that there's people out there that have a completely different experience and like that's their normal so I think that aspect was super valuable I know a lot of your friends stayed living in the same place that they grew up do they still have the same friend groups and stuff that you guys did when you were younger yeah it's interesting when I grew up in Kingston and then went to when I went to university I didn't know anyone there so I was Mm -hmm. starting on a blank canvas to meet people, which was concerning in some aspects, but also like so amazing because I was able to figure out who I am as a person and Mm -hmm. what I actually value in friends. Very true. And even though I'm still really close with some of my high school friends, whenever we're together, I look back, I realize how different we are in so many ways. That high school aspect that brings us back together because we have so much in common from that time in our lives. But now Mm -hmm. it's like our lives are so, so different. Yeah, that's so interesting. We were also saying this, like, imagine if you met your friends that you were friends with in high school now, like, would you guys still be friends? And that's a good question. I feel like that's a good way to think about your friend circle and think about who is really valuable to you. 
But I also think you do have friends for different reasons. Like not every friend has to be like for sure your closest and best friend. You have to have like different expectations of those friends. And maybe the thing that keeps you guys together is that friend group that you've had since you were 14 or whatever. Yeah. So that's not the worst thing, but it is interesting. How did you make friends at Western? Like what did you actually do to like reach out <laughs> to people? Oh my gosh. I think that initially it was really hard because I was in residence and like I said, I didn't know anyone. So it was the first week. I know this isn't happening now with COVID, Mm -hmm. but the frosh week activities. And I just really had to step outside of my comfort zone, walk up to people that kind of looked like they would be cool (laughs) or have similar interests as me and introduce myself. Yeah, but definitely like some awkward situations. And Mm -hmm. then through that, you just you have find common interests and meet other people. Yeah. Mutual friends. Yeah, I think residence was amazing because people are pretty welcoming. There was like a few weeks at the beginning of school that everyone was so friendly, like way more friendly than they ever are in normal life. Like even in classes, they'd be like, hi, what's your name? Like they'd introduce themselves and like everyone just really wanted to make friends. And I feel like that's really cool because there's really no other time, maybe like grade nine, but even I feel like then, you know, people from like childhood and stuff. There's like no time in your life where everyone's new. Everyone's in the same position. Go through that in life. You have that first initial impression. You kind of have to make the most of it. Mm -hmm. It's like when you're in a room with new people, you should always introduce yourself because after 20 minutes have passed, you can't really (laughs) be like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm Maddie. So true. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like that at university. You got to make the most of the first week. Yeah. I think people really did. And it helped with making friends. Were you nervous to go to school without really knowing anyone? You know what? I I feel like I've always kind of thrived being outside of my comfort zone. That's kind of when, where I challenge myself and learn the most about myself. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to a school where all my friends were going. I know that sounds very crazy of me, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I did the same thing with Singapore. Yeah. I decided to go on exchange with, without any close friends going with me. And again, I kind of stepped outside my comfort zone. And thankfully, you came to visit me. Oh, my God. Yeah, we should talk about our trip. That was the best trip. Oh, my gosh. Whenever anyone asks, like, what my favorite vacation or, like, place I've been is, I always say Singapore. Just because that was the first time I really traveled internationally, I feel like, by myself. Like, I flew to Asia to to meet up with Abby. It was so fun. Singapore is amazing. Me and Maddie were so funny. Maddie was just starting her YouTube venture. So we got this hotel. We got all dressed up. We're so excited. We're going to like go record, take pictures by the bay, all this stuff. And we step outside. It's so hot. We're dripping. It was (laughs) disgustingly hot. Like we are not used to that heat. So that weather. Yeah. My hair was so frizzy and thick. And like if you've seen my hair, it's about two strands thick usually. (laughs) So that was great, honestly. But it was just so hot. Like you couldn't look good outside. We tried. Yeah, we tried. We tried like a few days and then it was just like, no. So many funny experiences on that trip. Do you remember when we were rewarded the guests of the day? Yes, yeah, so <laughs> we were at this hotel in Bali. And for some reason, they chose that we were the guests of the day. And we had a whole celebration, like a free dinner. <laughs> what else did we get? <laughs> like we show up and all of a sudden people start dancing. There's like oh, yeah. 10 people around us dancing. And then it's like this woman comes up. She's like, you are the guests of the day. We were on a honeymoon, basically, because a honeymoon. we were at all these like nice hotels in Bali. And it was just such a great trip. Bought every day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We'd go and get smoothies, bowls. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
and just like always order everything on the menu. We got so much food. Got so much in food. In seven, yeah. But it was the best trip. I really do love Singapore too because I feel like it's such a unique city. Like I've never been to a city like that. Yeah, I found Singapore super futuristic. Mm-hmm. It's so clean. It's so safe. I know I always say to my family, like we have to go back because obviously it was so fun for us to go, but different experience. I think if you're with your parents, do you feel like that experience like changed you at all as a person? That's so cliche to say, but like, did it open your mind in the same way that university did? Yeah, it was kind of nice. I went my fourth year final semester. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I ended my university with a bang. It definitely challenged me like to meet new people and see new places. But it was great. Like it's something I'll always look back on and be proud of myself. It's always a talking point. Like interviews, when I meet new people, it's something I can always talk about. Did it make you want to travel more? I feel like when I came back from that trip, I'm like, I need to travel more. I don't know why. You look around your surroundings now and you're like, oh, there's so many beautiful places in this world. Mm -hmm. And in hindsight, the world's pretty small. Like it's just a flight away. It's true. But and we're young, like you might as well travel now. Well, you have no responsibilities. Exactly. Well, you have a puppy now, so yes, <laughs> you guys have to go follow Toy Poodle Ralph. Shout out to Toy Poodle Ralph. Give he is famous. <laughs> Ralph is going to be like a celebrity. I can feel it. He should be in commercials. Let's talk about like how life is post grad and what the transition was like after graduating, like how you actually found a job and figured out what you want to do. If there's anyone that's listening that's in that position either graduating soon from university or post-secondary education and like wants to figure out what they're going to do with their life. Like, how did you figure out your, what industry you wanted to be in, what your job was going to be? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, the answer really is that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I graduated and I had a degree and I just got back from traveling. So I feel like I had checked all the boxes in that realm, but Once it was time to start a career, it was kind of like, what's next? Mm -hmm. So I definitely touched up my resume and went on LinkedIn and applied everywhere. And for every 100 places I replied, I probably heard back from two. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's definitely hard when you have no experience and you're trying to sell yourself to be credible. But I do think that connections go a long way. For sure. So by that, I reached out to some people that I knew that were established in Toronto and just got experience interviewing. Just asked politely if they could spare some time to do a mock interview with me. So then when I was in that situation, I felt more comfortable. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then my uncle was a part of this CEO group, essentially. Mm -hmm. And one of the CEOs in the group had this creative agency. So he was like, you might actually really be into advertising. Have you ever thought about it? And at that point, I was like, not really. Like, I had just seen advertisements, but I didn't know the business side behind it. And then they had this opening. It was called, like, basically, you could apply. And then the top 10 applicants got to come in for the day. And it was a series of interviews and competitions. So I I did that. (laughs) That's, like, high pressure, I feel like. It was the most intense day ever. And from there, I actually won it. So then I got hired on full time. That's so cool. So I didn't really choose my career. I just kind of landed it. But now I love it. I feel like it does happen like that, though. It's kind of like who you know. And that's how you at least start. And then you can figure out whether or not you really like it. 
But connections are really important, which is why I feel like you have to keep those relationships and keep doors open. For sure. I forget the saying, but it's like, don't, oh, don't burn bridges with people because you never know who can help you. For sure. It's like time and place too. Like Mm -hmm. that's so underrated. I think like the time and place goes such a long way. Right. Like you're saying it was the right time and the right place for you to get that job. Yeah, exactly. And from there, like once you start your career, you kind of figure out what aspects of it you like and what you don't like. And then you can kind of figure out your journey. Yeah. I feel like it's a really hard time right now too. Like how has your job restructured because of COVID? And do you like it? Like, do you like the working from home aspect? I I know the answer to this. I can (laughs) ask for a better situation. (laughs) I knew you're going to say that somehow, you know, just had a feeling. (laughs) Do you find it hard at all though, to be at home all day without like any distinction between your work life and real life, I guess? Yeah, it's definitely challenging when you're, you wake up and you work in the same spot that you go to sleep in, but Mm just kind of have to like make a priority to find ways to get out of your, your situation. <laughs> Not that it's How a do you do situation. that? Well, I've tapped into kind of creating a bit of a morning routine. Love that. So, <laughs> Love it. Shout out to Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to like go for a walk when I wake up, mm-hmm. um, get some fresh air before I settle in for the day. Yeah. And then I always at lunchtime make a priority of going outside also because That's good. I'm sitting all day like I need to move my body and it also helps having Ralph because always an excuse to go to the park right yeah and it's just something else that you have to focus your energy on other than work for sure I feel like it is hard to have distinction between like on and off work time when you're working from home and like remotely you can always be working if you wanted to for sure like you can't really shut it off unless like you actively and consciously decide to That's something I found really challenging. Like if you're in an office, by the time it's 7 p.m., you have to go home. You have to have dinner. Mm -hmm. But when you're at home and say you have a tight deadline, it's really hard to cut the cord because you can eat right in front of you and stay working as long as you need to. Right. And then it's like, yeah, 9 p.m. You're still working and you've been working since 8 in the morning. But it's important to find those areas of the day, whether it's you have a puppy that you have to take care of or you just say like at 12 o'clock, I'm going to go for a 10 minute walk. It can really help and makes you more productive when for you're sure. actually working and like in that active work time. So I think that's good. It's really hard for people I know right now because we're all at home all the time. Mm-hmm. How has your job changed if it has at all? Definitely got used to seeing myself on videos. Oh yeah. A lot of <laughs> Zoom calls. So many Zoom calls. Yeah, for sure. But other than that, I feel like people have been way more productive mm-hmm. without the commute, without like the stress of whether it's choosing an outfit to go to work, packing a lunch, like all those little things in your day that you mitigate by being at home. Right. I think like results in people being a bit more productive. I've heard mixed reviews of if people like staying in the house all day mm-hmm. versus going. Yeah, me too. Do you feel like you're missing that social aspect of work? Because I know that is like a valuable thing that you get from an office environment, like meeting people that are our age, working with those people and like having that team aspect where everyone's working together. Yeah, I definitely do miss the banter of the office. But I don't know. I remember before COVID, I would always tell Maddie, I'm like, the only thing that would make my life better is if I had flexibility. Yeah. At that time, I, I was doing long distance with my boyfriend and... I was literally getting on a flight every weekend, like 
I'd rush home from the Toronto office, take an Uber, <laughs> like fly away for the weekend. Like it was just so stressful. Other than that, have you found this time? Has it shifted your priorities at all in your life and like given you a perspective on what's important? I feel like a lot of people have said that. Yeah, I think it's kind of been a good reset button. Being able to slow down yeah. and see what's really important. That's true. I think like in that period when we were all stuck at home, it became very apparent. Like I know you're with your family and boyfriend and it's just like, this is what's important. Like family, friends, relationships, the things that we used to care about, like Mm -hmm. whatever it is, just the stupid things in your life really don't matter when you're stuck in your house. Like what you're wearing doesn't matter. What you, your physical appearance doesn't matter. Yeah. Any like shallow things like popularity and things like that. I feel like it's really good to have that time. But now, since we're like back to normal life, we have to remember that. Yeah, it's so easy to forget. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Do you find it hard to remember? Not really, to be honest. But I see it happening again. Like even this summer when things were more normal, I saw like people just kind of shifting back. So my focus now is more like figuring out how to move forward instead of like going back to how we were before. I kind of hate when people say like, let's go back to normal. I know, I know. But I also hate the new normal. I know. I'm like, I don't like normal. I don't like new normal. I know. But I guess it kind of is. It's like a different type of life, I think. I don't think it will be the same as it was. I hope not. Mm -hmm. I just feel like this year has been one of like a lot of change in general. So we'll see. I mean, I don't really have any sort of vision for the future at all. It really, this year has made it super hard to plan anything. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to focus like your time and your goals when you don't really know what the... What's, yeah. What's held in the future? Like it's really challenging, but something I've kind of learned is to focus on the day to day and like mm-hmm. find joy in the small things. Like whether it's taking a nice hot shower at the end of the day, reading a book, lighting a candle, like those little things that you have control of mm-hmm. can make such a difference in your overall happiness. That's so true. I know we always say that like on the podcast, Lauren, and I always talk about how important it is to enjoy the daily things because that's what your life is made up of. Yeah, exactly. Like we look forward to vacations and like things that we do on the weekend, but 90% of your life is just like the boring mundane routines. So I feel like, yeah, that's such a good point. Like making time for yourself and figuring out what is your priority, having time to read, having time to talk and have like a real conversation with someone without being on your phone, like whatever it is for you that makes you feel fulfilled. I think that's what you have to focus on. And we have to stop getting caught up. Do you remember when we made the list that said <laughs> things what that makes make us, us happy? happy? Can you pull it up, please? Oh my God. <laughs> let me see. This was at a very dark time. Let me add. Like it just wasn't a great day. It was like 10 p.m. We had been sitting in Matt's house all day. <laughs> yeah. Like let's see if I have it. We always try to think about things that we can do. This was like back when we were maybe <laughs> locked down. But we're like, what can we do? There's nothing to do. Can you just take in? I put in playing basketball. Me, Abby, and Roland. That's her boyfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go to Tom's Dairy Freeze. That's an ice cream place. Go for a walk at night. Go for a walk in the morning. Have tea. Oh my God. <laughs> take a good photo. Get a good sleep. Get our nails done. This is what we do. <laughs> I know. This is like a perfect day. Get a massage. Go to the cottage. Go to Wolf Island. I wrote move out. That's a personal thing. That's <laughs> and another topic. Honestly, that's about it. That was our list from 9.43 p.m. on June 15th. Oh, my goodness. That was a low point in our life. I don't know why. We were just like not feeling it. 
I feel like there was nothing to look forward to at that time. Our weekends were like so mundane. Mm -hmm. Like we need to find small things that we can control and actually implement. Okay, so to end off this episode, we are going to do a rapid fire Q&A. This is right from my Instagram story. So the number one question by far is, how long have you guys been friends? I guess we actually didn't really answer that. Yeah, I guess we've been friends. We met in second year of university, I want to say. I never met you in first year. Uh, Really? Yeah. So second year because I lived at St. George on St. George. So that has been, that was 2015 or 2016. So five, four or five years, I would say. Feels longer. Feels like longer. That's what I said. <laughs> it actually has that. You're like part of the fam. Yeah. Abby was very quickly living at my house or like would visit all the time in Oakville. Like we'd be at university and just decide <laughs> to go home to Oakville. Yeah. I call it home. Oh my God. <laughs> Next one. What's your ideal day? Our ideal day together. Well, we had an idea today to do a spa day. And that would be really ideal for us. Yeah. I feel like a great workout or like a walk like today. I think Ralph would definitely be here with us. Some spa activities, like maybe get a massage, go in the sauna. We went in the sauna today. It was so nice. And what else? Some healthy food, like some fresh delivery or something. Order sushi. Sushi. Yeah. I don't know. Likely end the day. We'd probably go get a tea and then go to reflexology. Oh, I would say one, very on brand for us. That would be really great. Yeah. That's a typical day for us in Toronto. That's just like very ideal. Places that we want to travel together. We haven't really talked about this before. I feel like we would do an African safari. Oh yeah. I would love that so much. <laughs> We've never talked about that, but I feel like that would, I see that in our future. Okay. Next one. Favorite thing about each other and pet peeve if we want. It's optional. Oh, optional. Okay. You start. This is my favorite thing and my pet peeve. All in one. Oh, Okay. I'm excited. I think you know what I'm going to say. I don't. No idea. Okay. I was going to say my favorite thing is how you actually, I mean, it's kind of different. I was going to say my favorite thing is how you ask a lot of questions (laughs) and like you're always very interested and like very curious. I mean, that's not my favorite thing. That's just something that I like, Okay. but it also could be a pet peeve. Yeah, if it's like never shut up. if it's in like the cert, a certain circumstance, I'm like, why are you asking me that question? <laughs> That's such an Abby question. Yeah, I get told that a lot. That is such an Abby question. Because Abby asks a lot of questions that are like, I don't know why you want to know. <laughs> it's a great personality trait also to be curious and interested. But that's not my that's not my favorite thing about you. That's just one of them. Okay, so what's your favorite mess? Don't be shy. Okay, talk about me more. I think my favorite thing. I don't know. You're just a very good friend and like very consistent friend. That's definitely a great thing about you. Very, I can rely on you. You're very reliable and you always give good advice. I I value your opinion. You're also a very good friend. You're very giving. I try. I think you just have a very good head on your shoulders. So you're always driven and motivated and I feel like I'm never being static when I'm around you. I'm always bettering myself and we always challenge each other. Yeah, we do for sure. Like in every aspect. Yes, I totally agree. And we always have really, really, really deep chats. Yes, we have really (laughs) great conversations. I love that. Okay, what's your pet peeve? My pet peeve about you, Mads, is that you just make up your decision and there's no turning back. Wow, that's a really very accurate one. I totally agree. No problem. Yes, I'm. Yeah, that's really great. I 
I'm a little bit inconsiderate in that way, I would say. Yeah, like if if you'll throw out the chips before we're done eating them. Like that's yeah. Really annoying. Yeah, like today Abby wanted the chips and I already threw them out. Because I just made up my mind. Yeah, so. you just make up your mind and there's no looking back. That is so true. But it, it's not necessarily a pet peeve. But it could be bad if, yeah, I, I know what you mean. What do we love to do most together? I feel like that's like our ideal day. Like I think activities, anything self-care. Yeah, activities, planning a day and like going to do a bunch of things. Self-care related. Like getting ready, mm-hmm. drinking wine. Yep, that's for sure. Love to get like ready. Going for nice dinners. Yes, for sure. We do love that. Who has the better style? Maddie, obviously. Really? No brainer. Oh my God, thanks. Who's the better friend? I think we're both good friends. We're good friends in different ways. Yeah. I don't think one of us is a better friend or else if you weren't a good friend, like if I didn't think you were a great friend, I wouldn't be friends with you. Yeah. That would be ended. Yes. Any advice for a freshman? I guess freshman in high school. Tricky one. It's been a long time since we were in high school in grade nine. I would say don't get caught up in all the things that seem so important at the time. Like yeah. if that's drama, if that's what other people think of you, mm-hmm. that's boys, like everything that comes also passes. So I just like, I know it seems like the biggest deal of the time, but mm-hmm. you'll ultimately learn from it. So don't lose sleep over it. <laughs> I totally agree. I always say that to Lauren now, like don't get so stressed about school or like whatever's going on because I don't remember anything. That happened in grade nine. Do you remember your grade 11 chemistry test? I don't remember anything. It doesn't matter. No one cares. Like no one asks you how you did in your grade 11 chemistry course when you're like in your 20s. Like it's fine. And I remember being so distraught about exams and stuff that I didn't do well on. And realistically, like I still did well in school. It's fine. Like it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Every little thing is not so important, but it really seems like it is. And also I cared a lot about what other people thought. Mm -hmm. But now I think I realized that it only really matters what you think about yourself. For sure. You don't really need anyone else other than yourself. Okay, two more questions for you. Number one, have you ever gone into a huge fight? Oh. I don't think we've ever gone in a fight. Have we ever gone in a fight? I don't think so. I just don't fight with my friends though. Not even a fight, but maybe when we were on a trip, we would just like leave each other for a couple hours. Because I was just in a bad mood or something. That's like normal though. No, but like, you know, when you're just in a bad mood in general, like you didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Now, you've never gone in a fight, though. Like, you've never done anything to me. No, same. Or vice versa, yeah. So, no fights. I would, I honestly, if I was fighting with a friend, I just would, like, cut. You would cut them. <laughs> you would snip, snip, no problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally what I would do. So, I don't fight with my friends because I just like all my friends, genuinely. Okay, last one. What does Abs think of your social media career? You know, I'm the biggest advocate. Mm-hmm. Maddie and I... I love to take photos of Maddie. Yeah, and, she like, does. She'll send me her feed and like photos of yeah. mine. And I'll be like, uh, no, that looks weird. Yeah, you're like, don't post that. Yeah, don't post that. That's why I send them to you because you're actually going to tell me. But yeah, you're always so supportive. I remember you saying like, you should definitely do YouTube. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? It's such a good opportunity when we were at Western and like it was such a weird thing to do. So you're always super supportive. For sure. Yeah. I also just think I have an appreciation for life on social media. I think there's mm-hmm. so much business opportunity there. Yeah. And when you have a platform, you should just use it to your advantage. And I always tell Maddie that she's never annoying. She should always post more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, more stories, more posts. More, more, more. Yeah. Because I always, I'm like, oh, I've posted enough. Like, it's too much. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks, Abby, for coming on. 
Thanks, Finally. Matt. I feel like this was a very long time coming, so I'm happy we recorded. Yeah, I'm such, it's such an honor to be on the show. Wow. I'm she's, missing Lo a little bit. But. Yeah, Lauren is busy. She has a social life unlike us. So yeah. anyways, thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. We hope you guys love that episode. Yeah, it was so much fun for us. Make sure to leave us a review and a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Sister Diary. My Instagram is at Maddie Orlando. And my Instagram is at LaurenOrlando88. And we have a Facebook group for The Sister Diary. If you search it up and request, I don't even know how Facebook works. Request to be joined. We will approve you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. So if you want to hear more of us, tune in next Friday for our next episode. Bye. Bye.